Welcome to Shedding Shackles. Today's topic is recovering from meanness. And now, here's your Shedding Shackles host, Roland Trujillo. Welcome everyone, my name is Roland. The program is called Shedding Shackles. Leaving behind the baggage of the past and moving forward to a new life of joy and discovery. Doesn't that sound something like the beginning of Star Trek? Do you remember the old television show, the original one, Star Trek, with Spock and Captain Kirk, do you remember? And the announcer came on and talked about uh, what their mission was. It was just beautiful. Well, that's the way life's supposed to be. Now, all the baggage of the past, yeah, all the, what your parents did to you, or the way they failed you, the way your father failed you, the way your mom yelled and screamed at you, the way your brother was mean or your sister was teasing you, the way other kids were bullies, the way teachers had favorites. And if you were the which so who, who, which one is worse off? The kid the teacher doesn't like, or the, the kid that's the teacher's favorite? You know what? Actually, it's the one that's the favorite. That's the one that's going to be the most corrupted, will have their character utterly destroyed. The one who the teacher doesn't like. That one has a chance. That one has a chance. Probably will be rebellious and resentful. And that's not good. But if that child can get over the resentment, then they can be an Albert Einstein. Did you know that Albert Einstein didn't do well in school? It cramped his style. That's right. He didn't do well in school. But you know the rest of the story. He discovered wonderful things. He always talked about how school was very stifling. And uh, he had a teacher that hated him. That's right. You know why? You know why the teacher hated him? The teacher hated him because Albert Einstein sat at the back of the classroom with a little, a little kind of a little grin or a little smirk on his face. You remember Alfred E. Newman from Mad Magazine? He said, what, me worry? Yeah, he had a little smirk on his face. The teacher hated that. Why? Because Albert Einstein didn't look up to him, didn't idolize him and conform, didn't respect him. That's right. Albert Einstein didn't respect him. So the teacher hated Albert Einstein. But you know what? Many years later, the teacher had to admit that Albert Einstein was a pretty smart guy. After Albert Einstein discovered the theory of relativity and won a Nobel Prize. Well, Getting back to my original point, we're talking about the baggage of the past. And what I was about to say was that it can all be for good. All that baggage can turn out to be for good. How so? How so? Well, because all the things that people did and your reaction. See, that's, that's the one plus one. 
that equals baggage. They did things to you, yeah. But you reacted with what? With umbrage, with resentment, with hatred, with anger, see? But anyway, it can all work out for good because having suffered, some people, not all, some people begin to cry out, cry out for answers, cry out for something good and pure, cry out for something, something good. I'm a man with a microphone, so I, people ask, no, I don't have a church. I do not have a church. I'm just a person, and I open my mouth and I talk. And if what I say strikes a responsive chord, then that's good. Having suffered, some people, not all, some people begin to cry out, cry out for answers, cry out for something good and pure, cry out for something, something good. And they find the answer. God answers that sincere cry of the soul. And then all the baggage from the past is for good because you learn a lesson. You, you see the evidence of your hate, of your resentment, of your anger, see, of your rage. You see, the, you see the result of it. Not only does your tummy ache, not only do you mess up your relationships, not only do you develop drug habits and alcohol and marijuana addiction, not only do you have emotional problems, but something gets inside you. That's right. When you're filled with rage and something gets inside of you, it loves rage. Oh, it likes rage. It likes it. Because then it can feed on you and express itself through you. What do you think went wrong to the people who did things to you? Your dad who was angry all the time and your mom who hated her husband and the other kids that were bullies. Someone did it to them. That's right. Someone did it to them. And it got on the inside of them. You see? So then what do you end up expressing then with all your rage and baggage, all of your hate, all of your resentment? What do you end up expressing? You express rage, hate, resentment, anger, viciousness, cruelty, deviousness, see, etc., etc. Or you suppress it, you hide it. On the surface you act real nice, you smile, but underneath it's there. So what is that? Well, that's what you become. That's what you become. So then you have to see that. And all these things that you see, you, you learn some very valuable lessons. You learn that you mustn't hate. You mustn't resent. You mustn't judge. Someone did it to them, so don't hate them. Christ said, Father, forgive them, for they know not what they do. And you learn that you are to go through life like a tourist, watching observing, sometimes puzzling, but always wondering, and go through life like that with an attitude of friendly neutrality. Yeah, you see people do wrong things, but you don't hate them for it. That's all. You take the resentment out of it. Take the hate out of it. Take the judgment out of it. See the error. Discern the error. 
Don't hate. See? Then, learning to do that, you're ready to move forward to this journey of adventure. Like Star Trek. A journey of discovery. God made this great universe to discover science, to discover math, to discover, see, and other people, imperfect. See, if everybody around you was perfect, suppose everybody around you was perfect. Well, then you, your flaw would never be uncovered. And you would never have a chance to practice patience. If everybody is perfect, then how can you practice patience? Much better to have imperfect people around you. So you can practice patience and begin to apply wisdom in your life and stop hating. See what I mean? So you learn some valuable lessons from this baggage. You, you learn the value of patience, of kindness, of wisdom, of thoughtfulness, of perseverance, of long-suffering, of overlooking other people's errors. Yeah, you see the error, but you don't pass judgment on it. See, you learn all of that all of that and then what happens well you grow in character you grow in character and instead of instead of expressing what comes through you when you're filled with hate and rage instead you express what comes through you when you're patient with others when you're patient with others then you 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 feel patience within and the patience that's within the love that's within, the peace that's within, is from God. It's that simple. So, you learn some valuable lessons, and then the second half of life begins. A life of adventure and of discovering not only God's great green earth, not only the wonders of, of it all, but discovering something much more important discovering him. He's your parent's spirit, you know. And that's the other good thing. When we're full of our angers and our resentments, and we have our goals and we want to prove something, we want to get even and we want to show them. Well, we get all caught up with that stuff and we forget about God. We forget about him. But then when you, when you begin to recover from all of that, when you're able to stand back from it and not be caught up in it, pulled down into it, then you're free, free to discover him, you see, and who you really are. And the day is beautiful. Instead of being a day filled with rage and guilt and conflict, it's a day filled with peace and a day with time, time to make more discoveries, and then more time for even more discoveries as you let go of the past. See, it's a letting go process. Letting go of that baggage. You know, you've probably seen movies where there's some kind of a something that's sinking, and so they throw, throw everything overboard so it doesn't sink. That's what you have to do, learn to get rid of that baggage. But you have to find out how to do it. You have to find out how, and it involves finding a certain place, a certain space, a certain attitude that you once had when you were a little tiny child a long time ago. And what it is, Christ called it a heavenly 
attitude. If you read the beautiful translation of the Beatitudes from the Kaboris manuscript, which was written in Aramaic, if you read the beautiful translation of the Onan Codex Foundation, then you will read that instead of the word blessed or happy, you know blessed are those who hunger and thirst after righteousness and all that. It says, a heavenly attitude is theirs, those who hunger after righteousness, and so on. A heavenly attitude, you must find it. And where is it? It's just above the bedlam of thought, just above the imagination, just above the negative thoughts, just above the hate, above the resentment, above the anger, above the rage. And find that, and you found it all, because you will have found a connection to your Creator from which all good will come. Find that one thing, and you will have found it all. challenging times in which we live, Roland has decided to make the complete four-part meditation exercise available for free to those who cannot afford a donation. The meditation exercise is a tool for dealing with stress and remaining centered. To listen to the complete four-part meditation exercise, simply go to SheddingShackles.com and click on the middle icon Meditation. Are you experiencing stress, anxiety, or unhappiness? Do you feel weighed down by the past? Stay tuned for a special message from Roland Trujillo, host of the Shedding Shackles radio program. For over 25 years, Roland Trujillo has been helping people shed the shackles of unhappy memories, consisting of upset, hurt feelings, and negative emotions that bind them to the past. Over the years, many people have listened to and benefited from Roland's positive message. Perhaps you too can discover the secret to becoming free from the past and moving forward to live a new life of joy and purpose. And now, here's your Shedding Shackles host, Roland Trujillo. Hi, this is Jeremiah Trujillo, the producer of Shedding Shackles. I encourage you to visit the resources available at SheddingShackles.com. If you click on Listen, you can download the most recent program to your mobile device. And you can listen to archived programs stretching back to the year 2009. I'm also a pianist and played some of the music examples that you hear on Shedding Shackles, such as El Puerto from the Piano Suite Iberia by Isaac Albeniz. Thanks for listening. Welcome back, everyone. My name is Roland. This program is my bread and butter. Yes, I have many books. They're very good. They're nice to read and stumble upon something in the book that is a delight and it causes you to realize and then you take that with you throughout the day it's beautiful and i have many 
lectures on YouTube and on Vimeo. Very nice lectures. But this program is my bread and butter. It's like a clarion call. A call to wake up. Wake up and smell the coffee. Wake up and smell the roses. Wake up from your daydream. You, you probably remember the beautiful fairy tale. Well, you heard of Alice in Wonderland. She fell down the rabbit hole and then she was lost in this topsy-turvy world. But that's what happened to you. And what's the rabbit hole that you fell into? You fell into your thoughts. People upset you and angered you and disappointed you and emotionalized you. And then you fell into thought. You became lost in thought. Lost down there in your imagination and all kinds of thoughts, which would soon become very negative. And so you must rise above those thoughts. Find out how to stand back and watch them. And you've probably also heard, remember the beautiful fairy tales where perhaps a, a, a lovely, like Sleeping Beauty, fell asleep and then she had to be awakened by a kiss from the prince. Well, you need to be awakened by a kiss from the Prince of Peace. And so this program is a clarion call to awaken. Now, the first half of today's program, I talked about um, find that one thing. I talked about the baggage of the past, but how it can all be for good because you, you suffer for it. And your suffering causes you to cry out, see if everything is too comfortable. You probably heard years ago they had an expression called the comfort zone. I don't know if you remember. Somebody wrote a book called The Comfort Zone. It was a bestseller. Or he talked about the comfort zone. And you know what that is. I remember one time I was going for a job interview and the person that interviewed me was a mid-level manager, fairly high in the mid-level of a big corporation. And then we had breakfast and then he interviewed me. But as we were talking, I, could no I noticed that he was sort of jaded. He wasn't excited, you know, happy at the food and the beautiful blue sky outside and the fresh day and everything. He was just very jaded, very blasé. And then he was talking about golden handcuffs. In other words, the perks, the pension, the vacation, the sick pay, the paid holidays, you know, the big salary, the stock options. They were like golden handcuffs. He couldn't let go of them. And they kept him from what? from being free. Now, I'm not saying that it's not okay to work for a big corporation. I'm not saying that. And I'm not saying that you you can't have nice things. I'm not saying that. I'm just saying that it all depends on your attitude. They don't have to be golden handcuffs, but for many people they are. So, remember Zig Ziglar said you must, you must turn stumbling blocks into stepping stones. Well, Christ is the one. Remember? He even said that he was the one that People stumbled over, uh, but not those who love him. For them, he helps them. He helps them to overcome the baggage of the past. All right, so you suffered at the hands of people who also had suffered. It was done to them, see? But you don't want to pass it on. You want to pass on the suffering to your children, the hate, the anger, the resentment, the bitterness, the rage. See, a life dedicated to someone else's, to some goal. You must find your own life and be free. So I was talking about, um, all you have to do is find one thing, one thing, find the 
linked to your greater, and you were very close to it when you were a little child, very close. You had it, in fact, when you were born. When you were born, you had intuition, the ability to see and to, and to know without words. You must refine your intuition. You still have it, but you've lost it. You're, down, you're lost down in your thoughts right now. The way your parents were, the way everybody is, they're all lost in their thoughts. They're lost in the upside-down Alice in Wonderland world. I said your intuition, when you get above thought and get the little meditation that I have, it'll help you to do that. So when you're there in that space, when you find that one thing, that space, that attitude, that closeness, then you can see, you can stand back and see, and God gives you the power to stand back. He gives you the power to observe what you once were upset by. Now he lets you just observe it without becoming upset. And then you see with understanding. Wordlessly, you just see that other people can't help themselves. So you stop hating them. Your parents couldn't help themselves. Now you can have compassion. See? Instead of hate. And the other kids and everyone. And you can also have compassion on yourself. Yeah, you too. You too. You had an ego and uh, you resented. Yeah, you wanted to have your own way. And you wanted people to admire you and worship you. And uh, so on. When they didn't, you hated them. Well, that's not very nice. Now you just have to see that and knock it off. That's all. Just knock it off. And you will be able to when you see in God's light. When you get close, begin to move intuitively with wisdom. But as I was about to say, when you fall away from that light, when you fall into the imagination and into, the, into thoughts and into emotions, then what? Then who communicates with you down there? The guy with the horns. The guy with the horns. He communicates to you down there. Where do you think all these negative thoughts come from? All these creatively cruel thoughts that come to mind when you get angry at someone. Where do you suppose they come from? So, no, you can't. You can't. Uh, it's, you're dealing with something spiritual. It's beyond psychology. It's beyond psychology. So what you need is God's help. And it's so easy. All you have to do is learn to stand back. Get the little meditation. Stand back and observe. Like when you were a little child. Just watch and let it pass. You see? But what I was about to say about finding this one thing. There's a very beautiful story in the Bible about Solomon. He was very wise. He became very wise. How did he become wise? Well, at one point, God said to Solomon, you know, you can have one wish granted. So Solomon could have wished for wealth. He could have wished for, for money, for power, for houses, for vacations, for respect, for people's admiration. He could have wished for all that kind of stuff. But you know what he wished for? He's, he wished for one thing. He wished for wisdom. He, he asked God for wisdom so that he could rule God's people properly. And because of that pure intent, God honored that and gave him wisdom. But then he also gave him everything else. Christ said, Seek first the kingdom of God and his right way, and all other things will be added unto you. So now do you understand? Find your creator. Find the link to your creator. That's all you have to do. And then cherish that link. Learn to go through the world 
like you did when you were a little child, just watching. I hope you enjoyed today's program. I certainly enjoyed making it. You can listen to this program again at our audio archives at SheddingShackles.com. Now I want to mention something about a couple of books that I have. The place where all of these principles really, really become super important is with your family, with your loved ones, with your partner, you know that, and with your parents, and with your kids. And so, I've written a couple of books that are really good, and they're actually my most popular selling books. The first one I wrote about relationships, yes, relationships, is called The Myths and Mysteries of Marriage. You can find it at Amazon.com, The Myths and Mysteries of Marriage. It's really, really basic stuff for you young couples. For those of you who want to get married again and this time want to get it right, for those of you that something went wrong in the relationship between you and your kids or you and your parents, I really recommend it. And then I have another book. It's called Putting the Forever Back in Love. And maybe that would be the second book to get. And I have a lot of chapters in there about raising kids with common sense and with patience. So please listen to this little announcement and perhaps it would be nice to preview the books at Amazon.com. Are you interested in improving your relationship with your partner? Or how about improving your relationship with your kids if communication is not so good? Okay, and then how about getting rid of hurt feelings and misunderstandings and so on? Well, then you really ought to read one of my books about relationships and about marriage. And one of the ones that I don't talk about a lot, I should talk about more, is my book called Putting the Forever Back in Love. Oh, what a wonderful book. It's, it's over 300 pages, Putting the Forever Back in Love. I talk about how to improve your relationship, what to do if your wife asks you to leave, how to forgive and forget, okay? How to stay married for a long time and live happily ever after, how to develop character and learn to bear suffering and grow from it, okay? And how to have understanding when you deal with other people, okay? And how not to judge your husband so much and how not to resent your wife. Well. May I recommend you get Putting the Forever Back in Love? Just visit SheddingShackles.com or TalkToAPastor.org and you can preview it for free. It's also on Amazon. Putting the Forever Back in Love. I think you'll really enjoy it. Until next time, Lord willing, and the creek don't rise. I'll see you then. Bye-bye. You have been listening to Shedding Shackles with your host, Roland Trujillo. Now you can listen to Roland anytime by logging on to www.sheddingshackles.com. You'll find lots of free, helpful information, and you can also order materials or make a donation by using your credit card. Once again, the web address is SheddingShackles.com. Please remember that Shedding Shackles is listener-supported. Thank you.